Ladies and gentlemen, the voice, the angelic voice that you just heard was none other than the voice of our long-lost co-host, Miss Kate Bedlock. She's fucking back like cook crack. <laughs> and we're so excited. Woo-hoo. Everybody is excited because they don't have to listen to me. How are you? I'm good. I missed you so fucking much. I missed you. It's been such a long time. We were just discussing that. It's literally been a month. It's been since before I left for Europe. Yeah. And then you had a baby. I know. I told you that was going to happen. You did. You really did. And it's so... I was thinking that. I'm like, this bitch. Like, the second her last shift ended, labor commences. (laughs) And then 24 hours later, a baby shows up. It's like fucking magic. I don't know how you do it. Yeah, that was I literally before you left. I said, Gina, we should just record 12 episodes. I know we did. We should have batched them. You're right. You're right. I was like, nah, it's going to be fine. We got like a week. Nope. Nope. Like, this kid shut up. November 5th. I said, no way. Nope. He's coming. He's, he's coming. coming. And he's come. He did. Yeah. Here he is. Yeah. And she's sitting across from me and this baby is sucking at her titty. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> well, welcome everybody. Raw, raw, and extra real over yeah. here today, dude. So tell us, how was the birth? How was how was the entrance into this world? So it was so different from the other two. Really? Yeah. In in so in a lot of ways, and in a lot of ways, it was the same. So like, I had my last shift on a Sunday. Friday night, we went out to dinner. We were like, okay, like. Let's let's try and get like one more dinner in. Like let's just see. Yeah. And of course, in typical male fashion, you know, Ryan had like the next week booked solid of like all sorts of like work events, oh, interviews, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. But anyway, so like that, we came home that night, and I was like really uncomfortable for a couple hours, but then it went away. Fine. The next like day, with contractions. Yeah. Like it's like. It was like back pain, and I was just like, "Is it just like the heavy Italian meal I just ate, <laughs> <laughs> or is the pound of pasta yeah, and or bolognese?" Is it the baby, but then it kind of went away, and then I woke up in the morning, and I was supposed to host like an event, and I texted the other women, and I said, "I don't think I'm going to make it. Like I'm pretty uncomfortable," and I continued to be uncomfortable all day. I attended the event. As, I heard. Yeah. <laughs> I heard. I think there was, and they were like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" Yeah. I thought we, I thought we talked about this, yeah. Kate. We picked up all the shit from your house. The plan was for you to not show the fuck up, right? But you know, I showed up, and at that point, I was like contracting every mm, six to ten minutes, like nothing super <laughs> Casual. intense. <Yeah>. Casual. <laughs> Everyone's like, it's "Just having contractions, just walking around." Nope, not a big deal. Yeah. Everyone I saw was like, "How are you doing?" I was like, "Oh, I'm just <laughs> timing contractions." And they like, "Say what?" Excuse me. Yeah. Que pasa? Yeah. But anyways, we went home. We put the kids to bed. I texted my sister. I texted my mom. I said, things are starting to get a little bit more intense. They're starting to get a little bit closer. I was, like, consistently, like, six minutes apart. And then, like, bath time, I was, like, five minutes apart. And so – but they still weren't that intense. Yeah, I get it. Which is so weird because I felt like I went into labor with my other two. It escalated. I had the baby mm-hmm. within like 10 hours. Linear. This was like much more prolonged. Okay. And so I'm, you know, because I was contracting all day. Like I wasn't used to this like early labor. My just labor just went really fast. So anyways, I called the doctor and they were like, yep, it sounds like it's the real deal. I was like, it's been like two hours or five minutes apart. And they said, okay, like come in, especially since it's your third baby. So we come into triage and I wasn't even that dilated. And I was like, shit, please don't fucking send me home. What did they check you? Like what were you I was three to four centimeters. Okay. 
And I was like 50% effaced. We're also drinking chocolate martinis. Yeah. Because. In honor, in honor of the birth. In honor of Kate being back in fucking action. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. Triage. Yeah. Yes, go. And so then they said, well, this is your third baby. Don't sneeze. Don't cough. I'm afraid this baby's going to fall out. Oh, my God. And they said, given your, like, history of quick labors, just go for a walk on downstairs yeah we'll recheck you in two hours so we're walking around the hospital it's you know 10 30 at night yeah so we're walking around and i could tell my contractions were getting closer because we were only making it like a certain number of feet right and i was really yeah stop move back and forth have ryan do counter pressure on my back and then we made our way back upstairs they said they were going to check me at 11 30 and i tried to sit on the ball Mm. and as soon as i sat on the ball i was like "Ah!" and ryan's like and then He's like, should we have somebody come in? And so finally the nurse, I called the button, pressed the button. It was 11.45. And they checked me. I was five centimeters. And I was like writhing in pain. So this was like 11.45. Sorry, 11. Yeah, 11.45. I got an epidural. They admitted me. I got an epidural at 12.30. At one o'clock, I was six. I was six centimeters. And they broke my water. And then? And then... He started to drop his heart rate a ton, and they said, mm. with every contraction, they said, oh, it just this happens with babies when labors are going really fast, and the baby can't compensate. And then at, like, 1.30, maybe a few minutes after, he had that, a big... That, that little squeaky noise you hear yeah. is said baby. Yeah. He's here with us. Um, and he dropped his heart rate to 50, and then they couldn't find it. Oh. It was just because he dropped so low yeah, in the yeah, birth yeah. canal. So, like, everyone rushed in. They found it. They checked me, and I was 10 centimeters. <laughs> like, so, all right, someone get a glove on. Yeah. Get ready to catch this kid. And the document. And <laughs> oh, then, my God. Um, you know, I did one push, and then they told me to stop. Yeah. And then he came out, whatever, two, four pushes total. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two minutes. Oh, my God. Shoot him out, kid. Yep. Shoot them the fuck out. Like little cannonballs. Yep. Six pounds, nine ounces. Oh, my God. The littlest of the three. God, I'm just like I'm I'm just like staring at him. And when you got here, I was like full. I like almost had like an emotional breakdown. Of, like, I mean, oh, just full on. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I got a little misty for 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 sure. But like you forget how tiny they are. And you, like it's so corny to say because I feel like every mom who has like multiple kids. Oh, my God. You just forget. But you fucking forget. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. I look at Mia and still in my mind, she's so tiny because I have two older like fully developed toddlers and then i look at me and i'm like oh you're a little bit and then i look at him and i'm like oh my god well i thought ava was a peanut they're like this big yeah like, these big they're so small in their legs I, I know i just i remember folding all the clothes and prep like washing folding all the clothes and prep. yes and i put the pa- these pair of pants in my hand and i was like a human is gonna fit in here i was like holy shit is this for a human is this for a human baby? Yes. Those are the pants he went home in. It's it's wild. It really is fucking wild. Yeah. It's in, it's it's yeah. Growing a human is unlike no other thing. <sighs> what a fascinating thing of nature. It really is. People coming out of people. Yeah. It's wild shit. But here we are. It's been a wild two weeks, but we'll get into that on a different episode, I think. Um, but we're all on the mend. We're doing good. Good. We're feeling, you know. How are the, how are the siblings adjusting? (laughs) He's like, that's how they're adjusting. (laughs) Buddy, that was aggressive. You okay, bud? Um, Big brother is obsessed. Yes. 
Um, Seen the pictures. Yeah. Big sister is like learning her role. She really, really loves him. Yeah. Wants to hold him for about three and a half seconds. Yes. And then it's a basket toss. Yes. Throw to commercial. Yes. Back to you, mom. Yeah. See you later. Yeah. Odd baby. And she has a really deep, raspy voice. So she yeah. Goes, Hold baby. <laughs> Hold baby. <laughs> and then, ah, uh, baby Owen. Baby Owen. And then you. you it's like, a, like a troll. Yeah. And Boo. then you set her all up and then she goes, all done, mama. Okay, bye. Yeah. And then toss. Basket, toss. There's yeah. no, there's no, hey, can someone come take this? Yeah. No. Nope. It's nope. Done. Bye. Yeah. Dump and run. Yeah. Big brother would like, thinks that once he gets to hold the baby, he can then watch TV. So he oh. holds the baby, sits up, and he'll literally hold him for an hour. Yeah. Just sit there, chill, yeah. mm-hmm. watch Blaze. Yeah. Live his life. Yeah. Understood. You know what? That's really smart. Yeah. That's really smart. Hi, how you doing, little fella? No. Yeah. Oh, he's going to be so cute. Look at him, this little fella. <gasps> this little fella. <laughs> but yeah, we're all adjusting. I feel like... It's wild that we have three kids, and I feel like when we walk into a place, like, you know, we've gone out to restaurants and whatever, oh, oh. people are, like, you kind of get the look, and I'm like, well, I guess I do have, like, three very small children, and it looks like a lot, and it is. It is a lot, is yeah, a lot. for sure, yeah. for sure. It's not for the week. No, it's for sure not. But it's great. It's great. It's great. I know. I know you would have, like, six more if you could. The past two weeks, I think, have really shut that door. I think permanently. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I swear. Like, I think you always miss the newborn phase. You do, and you know what? I had a full. I think I mentioned this a couple weeks ago. I had like a full on like breakdown when Mia turned mm-hmm. one, and I was like, because I remember, I I don't I don't know why this is like the image that sticks in my mind, but when you go into their room and they're like, you know, two three months old, and you pick them up. And their little butts stick out, and they just kind of look like this little tree frog. And it's just like, oh, you're so little and sweet and like a little mush meatball. And then that gradually goes away. And every time I go to pick up Mia now and she's just like standing in her crib, I'm like, where is my baby? And then like on her birthday, I just took this like really toxic, horrible for your mental health trip down a black hole of emotional abyss and as cried. Needed to be, as cried hysterically. Like when I got her up that morning, I'm like, oh my God, it's your birthday. Like how, and you know, it, it didn't help that like a few days prior, I don't know why, but it, a few days prior, I was going through my closet, like cleaning out all of my clothes, just like organizing things because it was a disaster. And I found the shirt I was wearing when I went into the hospital to have her and I had the sticker on it that said like ambulatory admission, 1025, whatever time it was. And I was Wait, like, I love that the shirt. Has oh, it still had the sticker on it. <laughs> well, cause I came home and like all kinds of fucked up. Right, in this. Right, yeah. And like Misha took my suitcase and just like threw, take like uh, emptied it, took things out and like threw them here. Why it did not occur to this man to like wash some of this stuff. I have no idea. Whatever. It made its way back into my closet. Sticker intact. And now I have that sticker like stuck stuck to like the inside of my closet because like I have like those um, like organizers. So it's like shelves. Mm -hmm. I have it stuck there. I look at it. I'm like, oh, my fucking God. It's been a year. Mm -hmm. And it's wild. The Mm -hmm. first year really is absolute fucking insanity. Well, because they grow so much. They do so many things and it goes so fast. 
it's just like all of this like really it's like that cliche oh like the what is it the year uh the days are long but the years are yeah, short there we go Thanks. i'll talk for you today because yeah. i know i know how it is man i, I get but it it's so true it's so true and there's so much of this like really like tangible development you know how like when you get to like one 18 months you're like okay you're like you're still a baby there hasn't been like an insane amount of changes made the first year they go from being like inanimate objects all the way to potentially walking saying a few words pointing mama crying laughing rolling a ball like there's there's like a re- it's like a very steep yeah developmental curve year one Mm-hmm, and then sure. it tapers off. Obviously, like the toddler years, there's a ton of de- development that goes on. But for me, like the first year is just like very visceral. It's like every day. Yeah. There is like this decidedly new thing. Yeah. And it's nuts. It's And so I'm like, you never have this year again. Yeah. And it's. Because even with another nuts. kid, it's different. It's always each, different. Each, each first year. These are of, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are. Is different. And I think, yeah, with your first kid, you're so involved in everything. Yeah. You probably wrote a lot of stuff down. Yep. Maybe you made a baby book. I tried to be good with Ava with writing things down, but definitely wasn't as good about it as Aiden. Like, Aiden, I took a picture or video every single day, and I made this, like, one second every day video. I mean, yes. I was. You did? I was that. Do you know what I did with McKenna? I don't have a baby book for anybody. I don't have a baby book for anybody. With McKenna... I would like feverishly go back through my camera and be like, oh shit, did I take a picture on that day? And like try and like put it in an album. And then with Juliana, I was like, I have to be better. I have to be better. So do you know what I decided to do with Juliana for the first like four months of her life? I would order a pizza every day, uh, like every month on the, on like the day of her oh, yeah, birth. Yeah. And I would stick my new child in this greasy ass pizza. Box oh, with one of, with, with the slices. And I'm like, this is so fucking ghetto. Like why? Like why am but I that's doing this? That you see on Pinterest. But dude, I look back at the pictures now, <laughs> and I'm like, what? What was I doing? I clearly had postpartum psychosis because no normal human being would do this shit. I look back at my baby, and she's staring up at me like, "Mom, this ain't it. This ain't fucking it, bro. Just take a picture on a blanket like normal human beings. I don't need to be in this bullshit pizza box." <laughs> She was like very concerned and it's written all over her face. You can see it. It's hysterical because she had these really big brown eyes that were very expressive and still to this day are. But she would look at me like, are you going to do something about this? Why am I down here? This is awkward as ass. Not feeling it. Please tell me the pizza box was also on the floor. It was. And you were fully just on my kitchen floor. (laughs) There's nothing like aesthetic about it. There's like grease stains and pepperoni and like sauce and extra cheese that's melted (laughs) off the pizza. It was nasty. It is nasty. No one do that. Please don't, don't, don't relive my mistakes. Please learn from me. But yeah, it's, um, you know, you do all of these things to preserve the moments. Yeah. And then you're like, what was I thinking? Mm -hmm. At Mm -hmm. least for me. But also then it's like you have like your first one, right? Like you were talking about with Aiden, like the one second every day. I remember with McKenna, we had the nursery set up like three months in advance, five months in advance. And then you like frame the ultrasound picture and you hang shit on the wall and you get the glider. Number two, her room 
was like literally a store, like an office storage closet. There were bags in there. There was like a seven foot bean bag, which I was convinced was a great idea for some reason. Of course. I'm like, I can nurse here. I can sleep here. It she In our condo, which is like where we lived when we brought her home, her room was very small. Like, very, like maybe 10 by 10. Did the bean bag take up the whole thing? It took up like a full half of her room. And my husband's like, I told you this wasn't a good idea. I'm like, I know. But <laughs> how the F did, were you planning to get out of said beanbag? <laughs> I, that's a good point. You know what, Kate? And I ran into that. And you know what I did? I moved the glider from my first room into the second yes. room. Which took up more space. Yeah. So she lived in the closet for the first, like, four months of her life. And then I decided to get my shit together and clean it out. But, you know, that's really just, like, the baby one to baby two downhill steep downhill that you that you yeah. take because you're like bitch you good you good he doesn't even have a crib <laughs> like i said yep steep downhill it's like you're fine we'll figure this out as we go bro. Yeah. like we don't need to be prepared we don't need to do all the shit right did you do any of like the classes again or no Cla- like what classes? like did you ever take like the baby classes oh, no no i never did it well because you were like what I did for a living. Yeah, you're a professional. And so Ryan just relied on me for those things. So no, I never did any classes. I never did any birth classes. I never did breastfeeding classes. Wait, I only took birth classes. What are the kind of classes are there? You, I think you could take like um, some people offer like baby boot camp classes. So it's like what? a full day or two like half days where they go over feeding anything from bottle feeding formula feeding breastfeeding pumping okay after birth postpartum oh boy um like all the things to expect i think like with motherhood and labor yeah 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 and whatever i think the most common is labor and breastfeeding right so the only classes i ever took were labor (laughs) and there he goes out like a light. Oh. Hi. Um, yeah, so I never did any of the classes or t- took any classes. I know some people did because they felt like their, for their husband it was helpful. Like yeah. some people I worked with that even though we knew what we were doing, it was helpful for their husband. But Ryan had no interest in sitting in a birth class and neither did I. Really? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. You did. I took them. Misha was like way more into it. But you also had always planned to do non-medicated. Right. Yeah. So I feel like, I think with with our first, I was like, I don't know if I want an epidural. Like, I don't know what the pain feels like. Let Mm. me just see. Yeah. Um, But once I felt the pain, I was like, all right, I'm good. Like, I don't, you know, but still didn't, I opted to still not do a birth class. But um, I've... I feel like if I was like 100% going to not do a non-medicated, then maybe I would have because yeah. to learn like all of the coping. coping. I I remember the nurse doing the counter pressure and because I had a lot of back, like I know like labor starts in the back and moves to the front, but my back pain during Mine labor. Mine never did. Oh, my back pain Mine during was labor. always, always in my stomach. Oh, uh, my back Or very labor. low. It felt like, I didn't feel it like in my stomach. I felt like my cervix. Oh, my back labor with all three was really excruciating. And that's what oh. a lot of the pain was. And so she did counter pressure and I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. Yeah. And so 
with each subsequent baby and and being in or having attractions i would just like tell ryan exactly what to do and he was great about it but like this last time with him with this baby it was hard because i think every other time we went to sleep i couldn't fall asleep i went into labor i woke ryan up after a couple hours yeah we packed our bags we got to the hospital and that was that it. That was it. There, the, the small bit of escalation of labor was such a short period of time in Ryan's mind. Right. It was on the drive to the hospital, getting to the hospital until I got an epidural. So yep. maybe all of two hours. Yep. So there wasn't a lot of participation that he had to... Yeah, and there wasn't a lot of buildup. With this one, it was like all day. <gasps> oh, yep. That's a good point. Like all day, we'd be like down by the swing set. And then all of a sudden, I'd be like... <sighs> yeah. And he's like, are, you know, like, when do we call? Right. Like, things don't seem as intense as they were with the other two, you know, but there was a lot more participation, a lot more leaning on him for support. Right. But it also kind of left him kind of helpless because right. I never had to rely on him so much. I always did it all. Yeah. 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 So too. now he's like, I don't know right, what right. to do. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. No, birth is um, different every fucking time. Yeah. Every time. And that's what the nurse told me. I was like, I didn't know if this was the real deal. And she goes, oh, that's so common the third time around. Really? And I was like, well, the other two were so similar. This one was so different. Like, I questioned whether we should go into the hospital. I. That makes sense. You stayed close to the hospital. So. Did you stay in a hotel? Yes, because I panicked when I first started going into labor with Mia. So I was in labor. Or not in late, but I was in like very early stage. I was having contractions really on and off very sporadically. Yeah. Um, like the day I had like my 42-week appointment and I like panicked because I knew that there was like not an issue with, well, what turns out to be an issue with my placenta. But I remember like starting to feel the contractions, starting to feel like those labor pains. And then I saw like just like the slightest tinge of pink. Oh. So I panicked. Mm-hmm. Called my in-laws. They came over. And then we headed to the hospital. And they were like, you're good. Go home. I was like, I'm not going to go home because my yeah. in-laws are already there. If I go, it'll be like this whole thing. Right, right, right. So we spent all night trying to find a hotel the first night. But it was the head of the Charles. Oh, shit. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every hotel was booked. Oh. Like every. We, we called the Four Seasons. And it was booked solid. So we went home. We got home at like 1, 1 a.m. I slept on the couch. And then the next day, we did like this whole excursion. I was like drinking, um, what is it, like cod liver oil or whatever, castor oil, which actually helped. To be honest with you, that was like the only, I had to take it like pretty constantly. But it was like the only thing that actually would like pick up my contractions. It was weird because I was in labor with Mia for 48 hours. 48 hours I was having contractions and it was like start, stop, start, stop, more intense, less intense, more intense, less. Like it would go like peak valley, peak valley. And then finally we get to my appointment. I beg them for an induction. They do the induction and then, you know, we won't relive the story, but chaos ensued. Baby was born, all the things. But it was just like it was a very different experience than with Juliana and McKenna. Right. Very different. Yeah. So So maybe the third one is like the fucking wild card wild card but that's what they said they absolutely just, insane yeah well we are certainly glad that all things went well yeah with the birth 
Things went a little nutty after the fact. Uh, we'll get into that at a later date, but we're very happy that you guys are back. And little Owen is here. He's the fucking cutest. Oh my God, he's such a sweetie. I sense a very like temperate, even keeled, so, very like. Here's the funniest thing. Oh boy, what happened? It's so in the afterbirth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, people I met, they were like, oh, this will just make him, you know, stronger, whatever. This, uh, he'll probably be super laid back because he's the third. And yeah. I said, I'm the third. They're like, oh. Oh. I go, I'm not very laid back. And they're like, no, but maybe he will be. Maybe he will be. <laughs> Smiles. Wishful thinking. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, yeah. but he, you know, he's kind of just like, I mean, minus a little bump in the road, like quietly just come into the family, embraces all of the chaos. And I feel like it's still so hard to like judge their it, personality it this early yeah, yeah, because yeah. they're still so sleepy. Yeah. And Four just, to like, six eat. weeks. Six yeah. weeks when they start to wake up a little bit. But, you know, <laughs> literally last night. Ava was screaming after the bath. Oh, because we had to clip her toenails. Oh, my kids hate that, too. Hate it. Aiden asked for us to clip his nails every single night. Really? Mm-hmm. Do you do it every single night? No. And I'm like, no, I just clipped your nails last night. Like, you okay. have to, like, wait a week or something until yeah. they're, like, long. But Ava's nail had broken. I was nervous that it, she was going to get an ingrown because she won't let us clip her toenails. And her toenails were getting so long that actually one broke, like, kind of, like, slightly. Yeah, yeah, So I was yeah. nervous. Ryan literally had to hold hold pressure on her knees so that I could clip her toes. Oh and she God. screamed bloody murder. And he was holding Owen, who was awake at the time and had his feet interrupted, and just opened up his eyes during the screaming and then just shut them. And was, was like, like this ain't it, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to bed. This is this is fucked up. Yeah. I'm gonna sleep. You wake me up when all this is over. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I really do sense like a very like (laughs) even keeled, very um, placid temperament from this kid. He's so sweet. You have to be to live in the chaos, right, buddy? So um, has there been anything like so what is like your routine look like now with three? Um, so I think like a lot of times Ryan takes like the brunt of the older kids for the most part for now, obviously like our life is going to change dramatically again in like three weeks when Ryan has surgery. Oh yeah. That will be like another wrench in the plan. But, um, I think like for the most part, you know, Owen gets like carried, held a lot. We're, we're putting him down a little bit more in like different seats and beds throughout the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know... Like, bath time, I think, is, like, you know, the most chaotic. Bath time, bedtime, nap time is always, like, the most chaotic. And I think, for the most part, there's always, like, one of us that takes, like, control of the two toddlers. Mm. And the other one kind of is on baby duty. Yeah. And sometimes that's me. Sometimes that's Ryan. And then at nighttime, honestly, we need to, like, Ryan just went back to work yesterday. Okay. He had taken the two weeks off. So I think we'll, like, have a new routine now. Honestly, we probably should be going to bed earlier. Yeah. You know, when the baby first goes to sleep. But I think uh, for the most part, I feel like our routine honestly hasn't changed. Okay. Like, I don't think much has changed. Yeah. He just kind of fits into it. Yes. 
So, like, yes. if I have to feed him, like, I'm just, you know, it is what it is, like, yeah, yeah, for yeah. those 15, 20 minutes. And, but yeah, he just fits into the day. And I don't think really our routine has changed much. That's great. And I, I, I felt the same way with number three as well. I don't think, cause I, it's too hard when you have two toddlers to all of a sudden, like, revamp the routine. So I think right. like, a lot Changed of people are them. so, my God, I can't believe you're like out and about and doing all these things. I'm like, well, what, I, what the fuck else am I going to do? What? I have two other kids that need to go places and do things. Yeah. Like we had to go out on Halloween. Yeah. Like our right. two older children like knew about it and we, we didn't have a choice. Like we had to go out there. You it's know? so funny because we both had kids that like pretty much like they're three days apart. Yeah. Like your youngest and my youngest are a year and three days apart. Yeah. Or actually less because he's born earlier. Um, 362 days apart. And my older two were so about Halloween last year, and we had to do the same thing. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we have to go out. And my husband was like, oh, I'm just going to take them. I'm like, I must come. I must go. Yeah. And here I am just, like, bleeding down my leg, like, in my fairy princess outfit and just, like, walking around. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, how old is the baby? I'm like, five days. Yeah. They're like. They thought he was a prop. <laughs> a silicone baby. A silicone baby prop. What so like what what role would that have played in your costume? Where you guys were like skeletons, you didn't even yeah. dress up. Yeah, we had skeleton t- like Ryan and I had skeleton t shirts. Yeah, on yeah, yeah. He was wearing a skeleton onesie, whatever. And that was it. Yeah, they're like oh, that's that's a great idea, just a baby prop. I think they were just like so confused, and then like some of the neighbors I think didn't know I was pregnant. Oh, oh, like just not seeing me, so then they were like, wait, whose baby? It's like mine. mine. <laughs> Yeah, it's like I randomly just like, like how took many this months? newborn from somebody. And I was like, oh, we're still like in the dick counting days. So he's eight days. Yeah. Yeah. It was just wild. But yeah, I don't think we've changed our routine. Nothing like about our life feels like entirely different except we're a little bit more tired. Yeah. But for the most part, even when we had our second, you know, with our first, Ryan would stay up with me. I'd be feeding. I constantly am falling asleep when I feed. Oh, really? So he would like stay up and talk with me and Aiden also ate for 40 minutes. I remember you saying that. Um, this one and Ava were are much more efficient, but yeah. like still I fall asleep. Yeah. It's just like I get so exhausted in the middle of the night and like nothing. Oh, it's the the middle of the night is the Nothing can worst. keep me awake. Like I, I don't turn on the TV. Like I know some people do that, but I don't think that would keep me awake. One, because like the bright lights and stuff actually – are disturbing to the baby like once you get into that like more awake yeah phase. you want them to be like okay it's dark this is nighttime. yeah like right make those so like i'll do my phone or i'll try and read my kindle or something like that oh my but, god that would put me to sleep immediately but not none of it is helpful none of it works yeah I so i tried to set a timer that's what ryan told me oh, set an alarm idea. for 20 minutes oh good idea so that way if i do fall asleep at least, at least you wake up minutes, in 20 I'm minutes like, okay um, cause then otherwise you like run into the hole. Okay. Then you try and put them down yeah. and it's been 45 minutes and they're like, wait, now I'm hungry again. And you yeah. get into this like vicious cycle, but you know, we're getting some good, like one or two good stretches in the middle of the night that give you enough oh, to kind of feel like, whew, okay, I can do this. Yep. Is he, so he's doing well. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I feel like this, I mean, I don't know for like the sleep was always like the hardest, but I like, it's hard to say. Because I never, I would like my first, you know, you'd be up all night and whatever, but it was your first kid, so you could sleep in all morning. Yeah, and you could nap during the day. You could nap during the day, do whatever. And then with number two, my first was such a good sleeper. Like, she would sleep in until, like, eight or nine. 
So at least I would even get like those early morning hours, which are so important. Those early morning hours is when I like there. That's when you get all of your sleep. Yeah. All of it. Mm -hmm. So I would sleep. And then even if she would wake up, she would just kind of play in her crib for a little while. So I could even like squeeze like 30 more minutes out of it. So I'm like trying to think like the the sleepless nights. It's it's the being up in the middle of the night, just like that disruption. But Mm -hmm. then if you are able to make up for it in some way. Either with like a nap during the day or like I said, getting those early morning hours or even both. I feel like it's not horrific. Yeah. So like this morning, for instance, he had like a two and a half hour stretch of sleep, which Mm. like I'm fine with. He's two weeks old. Like, yeah, you know, like a two and a half hour stretch where he was asleep in his bassinet and was probably asleep in my arms for like 20 or 30 minutes prior. Yeah. You know, because I was like keeping him upright and trying to burp him and whatever. And the kids are all still fucked up from daylight savings. And we're like still in that week where we're like, oh, my God, it's so dark out. Like we all forget. The worst. We all forget what daylight savings is like. And then we (sighs) complain about how dark it is for weeks on end until we're fully all adjusted. Mm -hmm. But like as parents, like if we wake up at four in the morning, we're like, oh, it's four in the morning. I'm going to go back to sleep. Yeah. Kids don't understand that fucking concept. Yeah. So it's brutal right now. Mm. And so it. You know, the cries at 545 or whatever it was this morning, which I was able to tune out because that was like Ryan's duty. Right. So like typically I have sometimes been able to sleep until like 8 a.m. Because if he gets up with the other kids, I feel like those early morning hours are so helpful to be able to get through the day. They're so crucial. It's I feel like it's one of the only like in the newborn phase, one of the only real times you have to like actually get a chunk of sleep. Yeah. For whatever reason, all of my kids did those like early morning hours better than, you know, that eight to four. Yeah. But it was a good like, you know, five to eight or, you know. Yeah. Six to nine or ten or whatever. Right. Which was amazing. Yeah. But like I remember at like six weeks, five. Actually, no, sorry. It was four weeks. Ava was young and she was only doing one middle of the night feed. Yeah. Yeah. She was going like 11. She would wake up between the hours of one to three Mm -hmm. and she would eat at some point in those hours. Yeah. For the most part. She was like, maybe she's four to five weeks old where she was consistently doing that. So it was like you were getting like a chunk of sleep there. Wake up. A chunk of sleep in the morning. Yep. But, you know, like at that point when we had our second, we didn't have our older one in daycare or or preschool so So there was no there was no break yeah now with the older two in daycare twice a week like we have a two days a week where we just have the baby and it's like it feels like you're having your first all over again dude it's it's insane on the days of the week that like you just have one kid Mm -hmm. it's like oh what am I gonna do with all this time and of course you find ways to fill it you're very quickly reminded of all the shit that you do actually have to do right but like in these early days, it's like just being with the baby and just being able to just spend that undivided quality time. One day I literally didn't get – I like – the kids went off to daycare. Ryan took them. He came home. I like made myself breakfast and I was like sitting on the couch. I literally didn't get off the couch until 1230. That's amazing. I was just sitting and cuddling and it was – yeah. Lovely. Lovely. Oh, that's the best. So what's new with you? How was Nothing. Europe? Europe was amazing. I'm just, I'm literally, my life is really just about like rebounding. Yeah. I don't know why it takes me so long 
to get back into my routine. Like today was my first day back at the gym. Like also Europe. Okay. Let's start from the beginning. Europe was wonderful. It was insane. It was amazing. It was magical. We did all of the shit. Misha got hand, foot and mouth. Jesus. I know you said that. So bad. We are like, so the, we did Barcelona. Yeah. Then we went to Tuscany. Yeah. And then we did Paris. In Barcelona, in the airport, he was like, fuck, this is so, so bad. His feet were just like blistered, red. He was hobbling. And like Misha's one that like never complains about pain. He never, like he'll never sit there and say, oh my God, I need to stop. I, but he was like in agony and you could see it in his face. Like every step he took, he's like, it feels like there are knives just being stabbed into my feet. And we're on vacation, and we like when we go away, especially to Europe, it's so walkable. We walk everywhere. Yeah, it's such a mo- it's such an act of vacation. It's such an act of dude. I w- looked back at my my watch. We walked forty miles in the week. Holy shit! And I still gained eleven pounds <laughs> walking that many fucking miles a day. It was insane. But yeah, so his. Um, experience i think at least for the like really it didn't get better until we got to paris which is like the last you know leg of the trip but we did we still did all of the things he was like such a trooper he just drank a lot we sat we ate a lot through barcelona we rode bikes which not ideal for a girl with a fat ass like me it was fine a lot of chafing i sucked it up it was great also i haven't ridden a bike since i was like seven so here I am. Like, we don't know the city, obviously, and I'm getting so pissed at Misha, like, doing this. And he's just like, Gina, I don't know where I am because he's taking us. He's, like, GPSing things. So he's taking us, like, through, like, really heavily walked traffic areas. And we're not – because there's bike paths everywhere, and we're, like, obviously not following that because we're just GPSing shit, like, how to get here, how to get there. So we're, like, literally biking, like, upstream through crowds of people – and I'm like falling off my bike and I'm like, Misha, stop. It was, oh. it was insanity. <laughs> Barcelona was insanity, but it was so fun. It's such a cool city. We had the best time. We ate so much food. We ate so much fucking food. It was insane. Barcelona was really cool. Florence was amazing. We actually ended up meeting up with two of our friends who were also traveling in Europe at the same time. Oh, so fun. So they kind of like rerouted and came to Florence at the same time that we were. So we did that. We went out to dinner. Well, we, did we go to No, we didn't go to dinner. We went out like we did um, shaky, shaky, <laughs> shaky, shaky. I didn't realize I made four. I know, right? I didn't realize he got sores on his feet. I just assumed like when I got it, I just had the sore throat. I knew that the sores could come on your hands and feet, but shit, as an he adult, that had is... it. His entire, like all of the skin on his feet are peeling. <gasps> it's just peeling off. He had it on his face too. But he's like, obviously, this isn't as bad. Like around his mouth? Around or? his mouth and around his nose. Wow. He had it every, and on his hands, too. He and really he literally got a hand, foot, and mouth. You said the, the kids didn't have it like that, though. They had it, but they didn't have it that bad, right? The kids had, like, three spots, and they were like, this is annoying. This kind of sucks. But it wasn't, like, on their face. It yeah. wasn't on their feet. Juliana had, like, one big one, like, on her toe. And now that's, like, their thing. Like, both of their feet are peeling. Juliana's feet are peeling, too. But he had it really, really bad, which sucked for him. Yeah. Really bad. Because if it, honestly, he's so much more of a trooper than I am. Like, if it were me, I'd be like, I'm just going to sit in the hotel for three days. Like, this sucks. 
I would have been miserable. I would have been such a bitch. Like, that's just like, that's just like not my thing. I'm like, if I'm uncomfortable, I can deal with a lot of shit, but if I'm like uncomfortable and being forced to walk miles. Yeah, right. I'd be like, no. That's, that's going to be a hard no. Hard no. I'm just a bitch that way. But he was like, let's go. Good for Misha. Did so good. We had we had so much fun. We had so much fun. It was the best. We discovered like some really cool spots in Florence. Like we went to this church at like one in the morning and there's like the piazza in front of the church and there is like a sea of people like college students. Everyone's got like bottles of wine and liquor in hand and we're all just like hanging out until like four in the morning. It was so, so fun. Uh, we had the best talk fucking time. Talk about channeling time. your pre-kid days. Like, Dude, just because so- you're a mom doesn't mean you can't have wild nights, especially when you're on vacation. Like, we do insane shit on vacation. Well, yeah, because you don't have to wake up with children. You don't have to wake day. up with children. We took a nap every day. We went back to the hotel. We got, like, late dinners. We ate, can't say it enough, an insane amount of food. Like kings and queens. Dude, it was wild. The sh- every like We had, like, four meals a day, plus snacks. I love that for you. I wasn't drunk once. I had a lot of lot to drink, but I wasn't drunk once because I ate so much fucking food during the day. <laughs> the alcohol could not find its way into my bloodstream. <laughs> it was it was so funny. But Florence is amazing. We did San Gimignano. We did Siena. We went to Arezzo. We went to... You guys jam-packed the vacation. Euro for- chocolate. Oh, yes, yes, we did. We go balls to the wall. I call it the Glazimitsky Cultural Death March. Where it's like, we have to see all the things. Really, it's more so him than me. So I've come to the conclusions. Like, we'll do two vacations. One will be cultural death marchy. Yeah. And then one will be like, I park my ass on the beach and someone serves me pina coladas for, you know, 20 hours a day. Yeah, fair. That kind of a thing. So we split it up. But um, we did Euro chocolate, which was insane. Mm -hmm. Chocolate plastered up and down the walls as far as the eye could see. This year was indoors, which I thought was weird. It's in this um, it's in this town in Umbria called um, Perulia, Perulia, something like that. Normally, it's held outdoors, like in the whole town, like all of the vendors line mm-hmm. up in like the old city, and it's this giant outdoor chocolate festival. This year was inside, and they have a different like host country every year. Okay. This year it was Mexico. Which was, we got there, we're like, oh, fuck, yes. Have you ever had Taza chocolate? Uh, yeah. So Mexican chocolate is, like, ground with spices. Right, 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 And it's right, ground yeah. with, like, hard sugar, and it's, like, kind of grainy, and it's not, like, the melty chocolate that, um, like, people are generally, like, the French yeah, the chocolate, American stuff, yeah. chocolate. Swiss chocolate is more, like, creamy and delicious. Mexican chocolate is, like, ground with spices. It's a lot more, it's just more unique, has different flavors. And we love it. Like, that's like, we get those things of Taza and we just blow through them. So I don't buy them that often. But we walked in there. We realized that Mexico was like the host country for the year. We're like, fuck yes. Dude, people had like literal, not even dinner plate size, but like platter sized rounds of chocolate of all different, like just stacked, stacked up. And then they had like, um, like chocolate truffles of like just mountains of it, cupcakes, Lint was there. They did a whole display. You can get, like, all these different unique kinds of lint. Like, it was insane. Godiva, like, all of the things. So do you just go and you just buy chocolate, or do they have, like, chocolate meals? Or, like, so what's they, the... So they had, well, both. So there were, like, chocolate. There was, like, a chocolate pasta station. 
Huh. Where you could get like chocolate pasta and like, you know, various sauces. We didn't try that. I was like, again, had eaten so much already and we were going to dinner after. So I was like, I can't. I just I can't do this. Yeah. Um, but then you go from like stand to stand and display to display and you like get your little piece of chocolate. They give you their spiel. They're like, do you want to buy some? You're like, yes or no. They hand out like these bags um, where you can like put all of your purchases. It's 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 it was a whole fucking thing. It was crazy, and that we went to, with our went to with our two friends, um, which was really really cool. It was it was so much fun. Then we got to Paris, and Paris is fucking wild. It was insane. It was fucking nuts. We were also exhausted. Yeah, we were exhausted. So we had a lovely dinner there. The people are assholes. They're fucking douchebags. Sorry, but it's the truth. Every cab that we were in, they were so fucking rude to us. Like this one guy like flipped out because we didn't have any cash left. It was Do like you know the that last the, the day. The cabs go on strike. Dude. All the time. It's like a thing in Europe. But Dude, in Paris, they were like, like he, this guy was legitimately like pissed. He's like, why would you come here and not bring cash? I'm so sick of this. Americans coming here. They never have cash. Like this guy flipped the fuck out. And Misha was like, bro. And like Misha's a very confrontational person. So he's like, if you want to do this, I'm down. But like in like this very calm, very ominous voice is like, do you want your fare or not, sir? And he like pulled out his credit card and like just like handed it to the guy and I don't know, I don't know if the guy just like backed off or whatever, but he was, he was bullshit. And like, he took a credit card and like, obviously whatever. But if you're going to Paris, bring cash, unless you want to get yelled at by a cabbie because they are not nice to you. Um, I will say the chef at the restaurant, we went to a restaurant called Incense All. The concept of the restaurant is like it's like they don't tell you anything ahead of time. Like the dishes, like that's the chef. That's it. That's the only guy in the kitchen, and he. That's like five tables in the restaurant. Okay. And it's this like discovery process where you have to like figure out like what is in each dish, and it's a whole thing. Every dish has a different meaning, but the food was phenomenal. It was absolutely phenomenal. We had the, it was, and, and the chef was a delight is what I'm trying to say. Oh, okay. He was Good. the nicest human being. He was so like joyful and jolly and you could tell he was like very passionate about what he was doing as he should be. It was fantastic. So if you're going to Paris, go see Laurent, my dude Laurent at Incensal, which was, it was the best. It was maybe the best meal we had in Europe. Oh. And we had a lot of fucking food. Yeah. That or the one we had in Spain which was like a five-hour dining experience. I loved all the second and third tables. Dude, we ordered. There were a few restaurants we ordered damn near everything on the menu, and people, they literally had to drag over other tables. Um, one of the restaurants in Florence, uh, Perioni, I think it was called. So much fun. The wait staff, they're, they're fucking characters. They're so fun. They're so lively. They want to talk to you. We made friends with everybody like around us at the table, like at the tables around us. And like, oh, you have to get this. And next time you come back, we're going to give you this wine and blah, 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 blah. Like, let me send you home with this. And they like, they gave us like, um, it's funny, like in the doorway, they have like pictures of all like the mobsters that came from oh, that yes. yeah, area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, let me give you this picture. And I'm just like, y'all are, y'all are too much. But it was, it was so much fun. Definitely go there. It was just like the best time. But we got like a Florentine steak and pasta 
and potatoes and wine and like six appetizers and a risotto and this and dessert like it was an insane amount of food but so fun yeah europe was amazing yeah we had the best time we're planning we're going to puerto rico in march and then we're planning our next european excursion is puerto rico solo yes we're going to look at property down there right 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 yes yeah we're gonna look at property in puerto rico this is misha's baby this is my husband's dream he wants the he wants the house in pr which is lovely again like love a vacation home but we'll definitely be doing girls weekends down there that's for fucking sure all of a sudden wednesday nights will just be wednesday nights in puerto rico wednesday nights everyone book a flight let's go to pr baby long weekend come back on sunday honestly i will we'll definitely we'll definitely be doing a lot of that so Easy. that's what we'll do and there's like flights every like 90 minutes yeah. from boston so that's what we'll be doing we'll be drinking chocolate martinis and pr on the beach yeah i have some i have some um some contingencies about that house so it'll be good but yes, vacation was lovely. Trying to pick the destination for next time, like our European destination. Um, we're either going to go to Scandinavia or Japan. Mm. I'm thinking it'll probably be Scandinavia. I've really wanted to do the Nordics for a while. Yeah. And we're going to go probably the same amount of t- like the, at the same time of year. Yeah. <laughs> so it'll be like October. We'll be able to see the Northern Lights. Yeah. It'll be like a whole thing. It'll be just barely snowy there you know so it's not like you know you rent a car and you're slipping down the fjords and mm-hmm. possibly dropping to your death um but i think it's gonna be scandinavia that sounds wonderful i'm it's on the list on our list for sure yeah i've got a list do you guys have a list what else is on like your a list? mental list but like the nordic countries are for sure on there my sister went to was norway or finland where like the real Santa is? Oh, um, Finland. Finland. It literally looked like a scene from a storybook. Yeah, it's they, a like, thing. They like went and you know when they lived in Paris, they went there in like December, I think, like in yeah. the holiday season. Um, I want to go to Austria. Mm. I would love to go back to Switzerland to like parts that we didn't get to see. Um. Italy, like Tuscany, is on our list. Yeah. We're hoping to do that either this. Yeah, you were saying you guys are going to go. Or next, it might be next. As either this summer, this Thanksgiving, or next. You're going to go this Thanksgiving? No, not that, like a year. Sorry. Oh, a year Thanksgiving. Sorry, like 2023. Okay. So, like, summer 2023, or potentially fall Fall. 2023, or it might be 2024, which I don't really. Do go in the fall. We said that. We're like, we went at the best time of year. But the problem is, is that we would love to go to like Tuscany and our thing would be, we would be renting a villa Mm -hmm. for like my whole family and like have a pool or something. And it gets cool. It was 80 degrees there every day that we were there. Oh, really? It was 80. Oh, well, because we can't go in October. Why? Because of um, my niece's school. Oh, you're bringing like the whole family. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go in the summer. It's much, much busier. It's warmer. That's the it's problem. It's definitely warmer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the problem is, is that you'd have to find a place with air conditioning or whatever. So the, anyways, that is on the list. Uh, the the like, Nordic countries. I would love to go back to Switzerland. Um, Austria. I need to look up a map. 
But those are definitely – we'd love to go back to Africa. I can't wait to go to Africa. Those will, like – But that's going to be, like – After kids are grown. Yeah. Bigger. They can – Or that they're, like, tweens and teens that – Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, okay to leave for a week or something. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. What yeah. I mean? Yeah. But, yeah. So fun. I just – I didn't realize how much I miss travel – until the world opened up again. Yeah, I know. Because we literally, we, so we went to Iceland in 2020, February of 2020. Mm. And we, it's so funny because we got stopped in the airport in Iceland leaving. They like questioned us. Like they had some guy like interrogates and happened. Like we got a, had a layover from Paris, from Paris to oh, Boston. Oh, right, 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 yeah. We got a layover in Reykjavik and they questioned, they like pulled us out of line again. I think it's because Misha's passport says Russia, like country of origin, Russia. Oh. Would be my guess. It happened twice. We always used to get stopped because of my dad. Why? He looks like a terrorist? Apparently there's like a, a some Michael Collins terrorist. Like, talk about the most common Irish name in the entire what? world. But literally, we would always get pulled out of line. That's so funny. My mom gets like, Are like, you the Michael Collins? Yeah, my mom gets like... The amount of time she gets patted down is also unbelievable. That's hysterical. Yeah. Linda, yeah. why? I remember she got patted down leaving my bachelorette party. Really? Yeah. Where was your bachelorette party? Nashville. And she was like, they're like, ma'am, do you have anything? like Even you know? domestic? Mm-hmm. Like, they were like patting like around her abdomen. And they're like, do you have anything in there? And she was like, like Just biscuits. Biscuits. <laughs> Like a lot, like she's like said some comment like that, but they were like dead ass serious. Of course, TSA, like you can't fuck around <laughs> with TSA. They're like, okay, ma'am, step to the side. We're going to confiscate <laughs> your contraband biscuits. No, she's like, I have biscuits in my stomach. I ate biscuits this morning. That's what she was saying. Oh like, my God. Like some food I have consumed. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. And they're like, ma'am, what do you step over there? Yeah. But yeah. Anyways, yeah, travel. Miss it. it. Yeah. Miss it. Love it. Can't wait to do more of it. It's going to be a good ass time. All right, girlfriend. Well, what do you have planned for the next coming weeks? Anything? I feel like it's, we're like about to be elbow deep in the holidays. Balls fucking deep. I've taken down almost all of my Halloween stuff inside. Yeah. I don't have a lot of stuff outside, so that's next. And then it's time to put up the lights. Dude. Christmas lights. Thanksgiving is the most disrespected holiday. I know. I saw your little post about it. And I feel <sighs> it. And But, like, I'm literally about – I almost put up the Christmas tree five days ago. No. Ryan goes, no, after Thanksgiving. And I said, do not rob me of my fucking joy. Dude, we go the day the day after Thanksgiving. And then we leave it up till like, mid-January. That's no. the season. That's no. two months. So I t- – <laughs> <laughs> He's pissed at you. I'm sorry. Okay, if you want your Christmas tree, I'm sorry, Owen. No, but I think the sooner it goes up, the better, because then I take it down. Like, I will take it down uh, by New Year's day after. Christmas. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, uh, we don't. We leave it up until like mid. But we also have a fake tree because of the ceiling. Like the ceilings we have to yeah. buy. So I got a fake tree. So we have two fake trees. I would love to get a fake tree. Misha refuses to get a fake tree. I never tree. wanted one. I never wanted a fake tree. We have, fake, we have like four trees in this house. The other three are fake, but the one that goes near is real. I know. 
We just don't have a good, like, you have a really good corner for, like, you could do a big-ass real tree yeah, in there. Yeah, it's 12 feet. Yeah. You get a 12-foot tree. It's fucking but absurd. But our corner where we have, where we put the tree, it has to be so particular because it, can, it has to be on the thinner side. Oh, yeah. And if you want it to be thin and nine-plus feet, it's nearly impossible to find a real tree like that. No, that's true. You need, so, like, a very specific kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. I get it. But anyways, yeah. Maybe um, I'll start taking, maybe I'll start putting my trees up. Now you've kind of like inspired me. I'm like, do I put the one on the landing up? Should I put the one in like the front window up? See, I think I think the thing is, is like I rooms. find the Christmas trees bring me a lot of joy. I'm trying to think now how many Christmas trees I have. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Because you have little ones in the girls' rooms? Yeah. Hi. I also do all of the decorations. What do you mean? Like, I do all the decorating. So, oh. So, like, for me, putting it, like, if I get another tree, Ryan will be like, Jesus Christ, Caitlin, why do we need another tree? And I'm like, yeah. why does it matter to you? I'm the one who puts it up and takes it down. Yeah, anyways, right, right. For the most part. Yeah. So, anyways. And the kids love the lights. So I'm yes, like, they well, the love Christmas them. The lights are so much more exciting than the, like, we had some Halloween lights. But the Christmas lights are so much more exciting. Yeah, for sure. So, anyways, I feel like next week we're in the middle of November. And we're like hosting it, like we have. I gotta like, get my menus together. I so I, we do, I host Thanksgiving, and then we do a, like a big, big thing for New Year's with Misha's family. Like they all come from New York, and oh. they stay here for three days, and it's it's so fun. But it's like every day I'm cooking. I need to feed people yeah. like menus on menus on yeah. menus. It's wild because Russians do like a crazy New Year, so that's what we do, a crazy fucking New Year. All right, we're going to let you go now. Yeah. All right, thank you for being with us today, Kate. It was so nice to have you back. Um, show her some love, guys. She's got three fucking kids now, and this this little guy is just present um, noises aside, the sweetest little thing ever. We're so happy to have you back. We loved you. Glad to be back. We missed you. We'll fucking see you guys next week. Adios, motherfuckers. Bye.